Welcome to We Accept This Podcast. I'm Laura. And I am Leslie. Yes, and it was week four on The Bachelor with Matt. I'm 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 really trying with Matt. I am struggling with him and with most of these women. <laughs> I I like that there's like some articles came out this week, even like Ben Higgins is criticizing him as the lead, which I thought yeah. was interesting because Ben tries to say nice things about everybody. So I thought that said something. <laughs> I don't want Ben's takes on anything, but then again, I guess he does have a bachelor podcast. So it's kind of his job. Too. Yep. He has a bachelor podcast and traveling around. He's supposed to be remember the bachelor live that we didn't get to go to. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. So anyway, it, it was an interesting week again. Yeah, I mean, there are good women on this season, but we're not getting a lot of them because I guess they just want to give us all the mean girls of the house. Which are not enjoyable. And we, it's funny because I was looking back at my notes and I forgot this was all this week, that this was the week that Victoria's like, the trash took itself out. Yes. Starting off the week <sighs> on, a, on a great note, right? <laughs> a real low note. Real low note. Um, mm. Well, it's just gets so lower start- as the episode goes on, so... And and we're starting with the last date, I think. Which wasn't really a date. It was weird. I, I, I kept thinking, like, wait, did I miss something? Did I start the episode? Like, did the episode start early? And I just don't know what's going on. Yeah. It was very confusing um, because they didn't give us any context. Because usually they have, like, an activity in the afternoon. And uh, then they have, like, the cocktail party at night. We got no explanation why they were just giving them the evening portion. It made me wonder, like, did something happen where Matt had something personal did that something came up? Did something go wrong on the date? Like, did something go wrong on the date and they just didn't want to put that in? It or? just it just seems to me like these ladies are sitting around waiting all, all week for this, and then they get this lame evening excuse for a date, which is not a complete date. Um, but they also didn't have to make fools of themselves to have the date. But. Yeah. Did something happen on the date? Did they did they edit it out? Did, or why didn't they just say, hey, we don't have time for a full date, but we want to make sure everybody gets to spend time with Matt. So we're just going to have like a cocktail party with just you guys. We, we start off with like MJ grabbing Matt. Abigail talks yeah. to him a little bit, saying that she didn't think he would see her. And then um, Chelsea talks a lot, which I really enjoyed getting to hear more from her. Um, she showed up, was, didn't she show him a picture? I know we at least saw the picture. He, she showed him the picture too, right? Of her with her mom. Yeah. She showed him a picture of her and her mom, I think, when she like had longer hair and then talked about, um, you know, kind of her relationship with her hair a bit. And it was just an interesting conversation. I feel like we got to know her a bit better. And I think, you know, she made such a big impression to me on night one. And then we haven't really seen much of her since then. Being vulnerable <laughs> and sharing something that's clearly... I can't even say it wrong. Um, but her sharing something that is clearly an insecurity that she vulnerable. has, but which vulnerable. I like, she just always <laughs> comes across as being so confident to me. So it was interesting that she offered that up when I just wasn't expecting that from her. Um, and he he really enjoyed talking with her, and he seems yeah. to have a good connection with her. Um, she seems like nice and smart. Like she seems to be like the whole the whole deal. So I'm I'm a big fan of Chelsea. Yeah. And she can really rock like like the hair or or lack of hair rather like I just think she looks amazing, so gorgeous. And I think 
I think it's it's interesting to someone like her, like yeah. when you don't have like the hair like around her, um, you can really just focus in on the person. And I think that, you know, we've really gotten to like just see her and like you can even just tell she hasn't talked a ton, but you can just get like her energy and her vibe and her, you know, she just kind of radiates. Yeah. This. I like their conversation and I like that he gave her the rose. It made me I very happy. More. I want to see more Chelsea. Meanwhile, back at the house. Mm-hmm. And we have Victoria trying to convince Katie that Katie owes her an apology. And Katie's just like, well, you're not going to get it. I <laughs> love Katie. And I, I, I've seen so many people like saying that, you know, people are like, oh, Katie for Bachelor. And then some people are like, she's way too much up in the drama. I mean, I think, I, I don't think she's really like, I don't think she's in the drama. I think she's just not going to be quiet about it. Like if she sees something, she's not, she's not afraid to speak up. She's not like to your point, she's not going to apologize when she doesn't think an apology is warranted. Um, I just really like her. I just like her a lot. I don't think she's instigating drama, but I do think she is not afraid to insert herself and be like, you guys are acting like children. Um, And I, I hope that she's not the only person in the house that's doing this. I'm wondering if we're just getting more of Katie because Katie's good on, on TV or, you know, like they felt like the footage with her was good. I just have to hope that, you know, all of these people that people are attacking and, and, you know, yeah, the women who come in later. <laughs> From the way it's being shown on the show, it looks very much like it's Katie is the only one coming forward about it, which, I mean, if that is the case, yeah doesn't say a lot about these ladies to me but yeah yeah I I don't know I did enjoy that uh, Victoria tried to say well you can't be serious about getting married because you brought your vibrator here it's like (laughs) she just nothing phases her you know (laughs) nothing phases her I feel like which I really appreciate I would not I would I would I would not be as eloquent when it comes to responding to some of these things she rolls with it and she doesn't she doesn't let people push her buttons to the point that she loses. Like she'll kind of have a look on her face. Like, is this really happening? But she doesn't really kind of veer no. into that territory, which I feel like, you know, the Love show her. loves and thrives in like pushing everybody to the limit mm-hmm. and beyond. And she just kind of is like, Nope, I'm good. Just kind of rolls with it. I think it's just her personality. And I love it. I love it too. I just think that she has the perfect personality for, bachelorette and we haven't had like I mean I guess Hannah B was kind of fun but I feel like we haven't had like a truly fun bachelorette like Hannah B, and then there was Caitlin I'm trying to think of who else yeah Jillian she, she gives off kind of like a Jillian vibe okay I have to go back and watch I don't know if she's oh, on any of the because so is it she, is it HBO that has some of them streaming now there's there's somewhere HBO has some I know there that the HBO has um some of the once from other countries. I, I assume that if they have that, that they probably also have some of the other seasons too. I know Jillian's is one that you can buy. Like some of them you can't even buy. Hers is one of the older ones that is still like available to buy on Amazon. So if you are having a slump or you want to watch something, it's worth the, it's worth the purchase. Um, but speaking of franchises from other countries, I always thought like, why didn't they do this? Because on um, Australian Bachelor or Bachelorette or maybe both, they've done this where they bring in new people like a little bit into the season and it happens. I mean, I know they did that last season with Tasha, but I don't think that really counted because she was new. Like things were new, you know, it was, it was a little bit of a, a shakeup to the format because things were, you know, 
different last season, but uh, unsurprisingly, uh, the women in the house did not like it. <laughs> I do think that them doing it on Tasha's half of the season kind of planted the seed that they were like, we should do that again. Yeah. You know, that was some great response, you know. Um, I think it's something about it being on a season that's a little closer to home on a on a US version. I just always wondered like did they get the initial idea from that or did, or I don't know, maybe not. Maybe probably. <laughs> they probably did. Um so I'm I'm curious to see if they do this going forward. I feel like they will. But and, and now that they've done it though, like two seasons in a row, it won't be a surprise if they do it, right? Yeah. But you know what? And I, I don't think I thought about this uh, this week. So since it did not happen at this point when these additional people come in, yeah. that means that Heather is coming Never later. Kid. Oh, God, I don't know. I assumed it was going to be I'm, this. I'm hoping he says no <laughs> when she comes in. It's happened in the past. House is full. Been, yeah, I, I, like it's too late. You missed a shot. Like if you wanted to come in, come in at the beginning, come in at the second round. Like, like it has to stop at some point. <laughs> There have been ones in the past where people have tried to, like, like old Bukowski, he tried to come in, I think, for Andy's season, for somebody's season, he tried to sneak in, and, and she shut it down. Uh, um, I remember, that was great. I think it was Ben Flanick's season, somebody tried to come in from a previous season, and in the house, people were like, who is she? There's this, like, classic <laughs> scene where somebody was just, like, having a, a meltdown about it. <laughs> Love so, uh, it. So yeah, I'm not surprised that it didn't go over well that they brought in five new ladies. Um, so we had Michelle, the teacher. Um, yes. Ryan, do I remember Ryan? She's a dancer slash choreographer. Okay. We had Catalina, who is Miss Puerto Rico, who they, <laughs> I want to know if they told her to wear the crown or like just to rile Victoria up or what. And um, I bet they told her like this would be a good this would be a good idea like bring this as a prop like I I, I they have to have told her to bring it yeah have to and, and then there Love was Kimberly it. the ICU nurse yes and then there was also Brittany sure was there sure was <laughs> she, her line was that that they wanted to save the best for last and she's the one who was like I gotta make up for last time and then makes out with him and they're all like who who is that um it was a memorable entrance <laughs> yes yes but definitely not one that is gonna uh go over well obviously with the women in the house who are sitting there creeping in the window watching everything uh so yes. that definitely added some fuel to the fire although in no way did she deserve anything that happened on this episode no no not at all but I loved that when they showed up by the way like I knew that they were bringing the ladies at some point during this episode but still when they pulled Matt aside I'm like what what is happening and then I'm like oh we got some new ladies isn't that amazing like it didn't really seem to occur to him that it was not going to go over well in the house it was like okay and so then they just kind of start the rose ceremony like there was very little you miss victoria calling britney a slut and a whore and a, a slur which was oh. back to the early 2000s haven't heard that one in a while because yes. nobody talks yes. like that anymore no. um she really yeah. feels like a relic from the past you know like victoria does like she doesn't feel of the moment to me i was commenting so was it this week yes 
this is the week where she wore a fur and I tweeted and no one responded to me. And I really want to know, like, has anyone else, who, who else has worn a fur on this show? I feel like there, I'm sure someone else has, but I want to know because it's like, it, it really stuck out to me. I kept looking at her and I was like, this just feels like, like someone's like wearing the wrong outfit to prom. Like, I was just like, what is all going of her on? Outfit seemed like the wrong outfit. And you know, I don't know. There's all that we can talk more about Victoria later, but like, I do think she's very pretty. I think she looks like Lady Gaga. I don't know what's up with her makeup. I don't know what she's wearing, but like, you know, you look at her Instagram and yes, I know she's retouching stuff, but just like the makeup and the outfits and everything. I'm like, I like, where's the disconnect between the person we're seeing on the show and the person we're seeing on your Instagram? Like they have very different styles. So I'm not really sure what's going on. She hired a PR professional <laughs> or someone to do her social digital presences. I, her response to um, to Brittany was was tough, and that's before yeah. even what kind of comes next. Yes, one thing I did want to say, just in in terms of the conversation we were having about other people in the house not really sticking up for people, I did notice. So when all the new women came in and every everybody was being really icy and rude to them, I did notice that. Um, I think it was to Brittany that Maggie was like, well, we'll come over here and sit by me. And I thought that that was nice. I think she's somebody who's re- yeah. more reserved, but it was like a moment of kindness when, you know, nobody was really being nice to her in the room. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I like seeing that because we haven't seen a lot yeah. of that encouragement amongst the ladies. Shout out to Maggie. We end up with Kate, Kayla. Kayla goes home. The one who's from North Carolina who brought sweet tea, drove in in the truck. Um, <laughs> Carla? Who's Carla? Don't know. Um, next. Someone else goes home. <laughs> and then I was bummed to see that um that uh Kim, our frontline nurse. Oh you know, I checked out her I checked out her Instagram and she seems fun. I think she could have been really fun on the show. Yeah, so I'm bummed um that we lost her because I think yeah. she would have been a good one. Also, she deserved a vacation. She deserved she deserved a little a little TO from <laughs> after working as an ICU nurse during all of this. I tweeted, I was like, what does this show have against our frontline workers? We sent I home know. Joe. At least Joe got a few episodes. Yeah, because people like that, it's like they, they've been through so much, like trying to help during all of this. And then they've quarantined all of this time to go on the show. Like at least let her stay, you know, a few episodes. Like, come on. Yeah. I hope she got to like swim at the resort or like do something fun while she was there. Um, So we had a truly delightful group date. This is what I want to see. Just weird stuff, you know, like, yeah, (laughs) dress up as squirrels and look for nuts in a pile of leaves and paddle around in a giant pumpkin. Like, that's what I want to (laughs) see. That's ridiculous. I love that it was like, they're like, Ben set this date up. <laughs> like, I don't know. I actually I just could see him setting this date up. <laughs> it was just, it was mass chaos. Who, oh, is Maggie. I love, I love Maggie just floating around she's in the water. Out. People were like, is she's, she's still out there? Is she still out there? <laughs> it was great. It was great. I, like, um, she was waving that paddle around and it was not touching the water. <laughs> I, I loved every moment. It was it was a real highlight. Um, and then, and then you have Anna. Like I, I did not 
like I really took a turn on and I, I knew this was coming where I was not gonna like Anna this episode I was neutral on her up until this point but yeah it went from neutral to get out of here like real fast I knew from the promos that it was gonna take a dive yeah. but when she starts she starts going after like specifically going after Brittany and like she was hiding yeah. her acorn to try to make her like mess up and like Brittany's like I can't find it anywhere I can't find it anywhere and she's just over there snickering like I was yeah it just it felt like it didn't even feel like high school high school feels like it's a step no. up from what that, it was feeling was like it was just school. that was the middle school shenanigans yeah it was just it was not cute so um, anyhow um so then um you know she starts talking with who is she talking with Anna starts talking with one of the other ladies in the house. I can't remember who it was she was talking with, but um, saying that, you know, she knows people um, that say that, you know, Brittany knows all the rich men in Chicago and she must be having sounds a Sounds like she's jealous. It sounds like she's jealous that, that Brittany knows some rich dudes. <laughs> well, it turns out that Anna, I think maybe knew Brittany somewhat because they're both like active in the club scene there and Anna used to be a bottle. Oh, so she's sitting here judging Brittany for being out of the clubs and like being with men and stuff like that. And it's like, well, you're a bottle girl. Like, why are you spreading rumors about somebody who, and there's nothing wrong with being a bottle girl, but like your no. job is to show up, you know, in revealing outfits and get men to buy drinks and stuff like that. And like, who, like, so you're basically providing men with company and like, uh, <laughs> you know stuff to look at so like like really who are you to criticize somebody for like hanging out with men I, exactly I, I, it was it's just uh, it makes me so mad well and I was and, and like her summary I was like you know I dated a lot of guys that were like well-to-do in finance when I first moved to New York City like some of the things she was summarizing I was like you could say that about a lot of people like so to extrapolate wow, to say that you know oh for money is that what you were doing you're asking <laughs> for money Laura no <laughs> she talks I can't did you see all the TikToks of people all of the TikToks kind of making fun of that scene it was, <laughs> there was, that was a lot one. yeah oh so no Brittany is like really oh so I guess they give um he gives the group the group date rose to Brie I'm trying to remember his conversation with Brie um, I feel like I got sidetracked by what Anna was saying I think it was just a nice, normal conversation. I don't remember like yeah. anything. It being specific, specific. yeah. They seem they seem to have a nice connection. I mean, she, you know, on their on their date, you know, I felt like it's kind of more of the same of just kind of. I don't know. They they seem kind of natural yeah. with each other, so I wasn't surprised that she got the rose. Yeah. So then they're back. I guess it's when they're back at the house that Anna and Brittany are like talking. And Brittany's like, what are you talking about? Like, she's had a boyfriend since she was 16. Yeah. She's like, why have you made these assumptions about me? Did Anna um, bring it up to her or did somebody else bring it up that, that Anna, did Anna bring it up to Brittany or did somebody else tell Brittany that she was saying these things? I think Anna approached her about I, it, right? I think, well, it seemed almost like it was one of those producer setup conversations where they were just conveniently sitting together. She asked her in front of other people. There were other people there when she brought it up, which is even more awkward. It was weird. I was not expecting that. I thought this was going to be one of those things that was going to drag on for a bit and there wouldn't be any direct confrontation, but it was pretty quick that they had this discussion. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and then, some, you know, Ryan is commenting, saying it's awkward because it's clear that Anna's intention is to stir up stuff in the house. Um, and 
you know, basically Brittany's response is that, you know, it's really hard for her. And then uh, Victoria's response is, okay, well then just get out of the house. It was so mean, so mean. She wastes like no, she's like unnecessarily mean. Like you could, you know, I, I, I miss, I miss Corinne's meanness, which was very pointed, but yet like have like a funny layer to it. I think that she thought that people were going to see her like that, but she's just mean and not funny. You know, there's no yeah, humor there. No. Like, I didn't watch that GMA interview, the Good Morning America interview that she did, because I'm mad that they yeah. gave her the time. Um, but she did say that she thought she was going to be a fan favorite and that she didn't think that she was being mean and it was all in good fun. And I'm like, that kind of stuff is not in good fun. That's just mean. You're being a oh, bully. No, no, no. I didn't watch it yet either. I, I was conflicted from even watching it, like, in their Twitter feed. It. I was like, no, it just made me cranky. Like, why are they letting her do this? But I, I read some some articles saying that they thought, you know, that um, they were trying to give her an opportunity just because I guess she's received such so much like aggressive like hate over like social media um, mm-hmm. based on everything. But I just. Uh, I mean, I, I think that the viewers of this show need to reel it in and stop making death threats to people over a show. I yeah. mean, it's one thing to message somebody and say, why are you acting like this? And it's another thing to say, like, I hope you die. Like I, it has to yeah. be people. I, I don't understand the people who yeah. do stuff like that. Like, no, thank you. Oh, well, anyway, in a brighter spot, we had a nice date with Matt and Michelle, and I felt like she could be the one. I like her so much. I was surprised that he gave a one-on-one date to someone who was new. I don't know. I just was expecting it was going to be like, first of all, I mean, it makes sense because you know it's going to make them mad. Yeah, but I really like her. Like, she yeah. just seems like such a norm, which. I'm terrible. I'm like, that means, you know, 99% sure that he will not pick her because she's too normal. I and think nice. he might have done. But, I don't know. He seemed really into Do you her. think? Maybe. Okay. Here's hoping. Uh, I, I felt like he opened up a bit more with her than he has on a lot of these dates. Like, he just seemed more just relaxed. Natural. Yeah, yeah, it felt very normal. Um, So they go on this, like, scavenger hunt. And, you know, they, they go ziplining, which... Uh, have you ever been ziplining? No, I've thought about it, but I haven't done that. It's so fun. I love it. Well, um, sometime you should go over by the zoo by us. Um, <laughs> they have it. They have it. And you can go ziplining a little bit. Hopefully I won't fall into a pit of beer. Right? <laughs> well, I did it when we were in Costa Rica. And it, it's just fun. It's like, I mean, you are flying through the air, but it's like not like a super, usually like a super crazy drop. It's just kind of a little, it's like fast and going through the, yeah. you know, the trees. It's kind of fun. Anyway, so I'm they were having a good time doing the flying. But she gets a yeah. flying. She gets a hot air balloon. She gets to hang out at some kind of car. Yeah. And I'm like, she's this, and you compare it to all of the dates they had at La Quinta conference rooms on The Bachelorette last season. And like, this is not fair. <laughs> she got all of that in one day. In one date, she got all of that. Yes. Yeah. Wild. Oh, um, so she wild. talks uh, a bit about being a teacher in Minnesota and how, you know, going through all of that with, with younger students, with um, everything that happened with the murder of George Floyd. Um, I, I, I would have liked to see a little more from him, like kind of in response, because I feel like we got, like, we got a lot from her a lot on her side and I, I feel like he's just not and not just on this date like on all of the dates I feel like he's not quite giving back to the other women what they're giving to him mm-hmm. he's I, more I like feel, absorbing 
Yeah, and I guess that's a pretty common critique that I have. Of, I mean, I feel like we said the same thing last season. I feel like it's a, it's a common issue with the lead because I, I guess they're going on all of these dates. Like, how much can you continually give date after date of yourself? But I just, we don't know him, so I want to get to know him. And you're like, does he ever say anything about how, like, to summarize his feelings about those events? And, I mean, like maybe he had some conversation with someone where he said that and they just didn't show it. But, like, I would yeah. like the hope I mean, that it came up at some point with some of these people. I'm talking about that on social media. So it's not like I don't, I don't yeah. think he cares or he doesn't have thoughts. But, you know, I think there it would have been an interesting time to, to hear a little bit more from him. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 But it was an interesting date. I think they have a lot of connection. They talked. He talked about his food tours and you know achievement gaps. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so I I liked that they end the date though, sitting in the back seat of a car, making out like they're in high school. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> yes, we do. I was like, is this is this happening? Okay, okay, we're going there. All right. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. So then back at the house, uh, Brittany's talking with Katie about all the rumors. Um, and Katie's just kind of like, man, I'm done with this. <laughs> um, that that was kind of it. And then they have the date with the boxing world champ. This, I had forgotten about this part of the date. How did I forget this? This got How like ugly. Forget? This stuff drives me crazy. Like this is the kind of date I don't want. I want squirrels and pumpkins. I don't want people hitting each other because they shouldn't have to beat each other up to prove this guy that they want to date him. No. And have we ever had a date like this where they've just stopped like the actual activity like this? Uh, you mean not, but not finished all the, the rounds or whatever. Yeah. Where they were just like, um, let's call it off. Like I, I think they have done it before when somebody actually got injured. And so I guess it makes oh, that makes sense. sense. Yeah, I mean, she didn't get as injured as some of the ones in the past that have stopped the date because, you know, in the past they've had kind of similar dates where somebody had to go off in the ambulance, which is what I thought we were leading up to here. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't want to see. So I was glad he stopped it when she got uh, Serena. Serena P got punched in the face. Um, yeah. Also, maybe some, like, you know, we had Claire um, talking last season about her experience with domestic violence and stuff like that. Like, do they not consider that maybe some women don't want to do dates where they have people hitting them? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. it, it shouldn't happen in the first place. But also, some people might have grown up in abusive homes or been in abusive relationships. And I feel like it's not very considerate to have these kinds of dates. It just seems unnecessary. Like, they're... They, yeah. they they could come up with other activities that do not involve this. I mean, they could have like very like camp style games around the lake. I don't know. They yeah. have like other stuff they could be doing that could be could be fun in a different way. They can do the same squirrel obstacle obstacle course. I don't care. <laughs> just like, just not. I enjoyed the squirrel obstacle course. Yeah. They can all be squirrels. But then he said something about like how he he liked this date because he's really into fitness, and I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Thanks for the context. Um, yeah. so they they switch back over, I guess, and they he's like, okay, we're gonna have you know the night prime part of the date, and we're gonna get things back on track. Um, and they did not get back on track. <laughs> no. Also, the whole day, people kept talking about like, oh, we're the varsity squad, we're the OGs, and they kept referring to themselves as the varsity team versus the new the new women who came in, who I guess are, I don't know, JV. So I kept it. I kept thinking about, because um, 
my husband Topher, he always watches the the real real world road rules challenges yeah. on MTV. And I just kept thinking about like the seasons where they have like the OGs versus fresh meat and what I just the way they kept talking about it. I was like, am I watching MTV? It was just like really confusing me. And I was like, I kept having to remind myself, this is the bachelor. This is the, ba-. I, it, it did not feel like the bachelor the way they were just like dividing themselves on these teams. I don't think we've, yeah. it was just weird. It was a weird dynamic to have in the house. And I think we had all of that, obviously, when um, the new guys came in with Tasha, but they, they really didn't, and maybe because it was guys, I don't know, but they didn't really have that sharp of a divide. I mean, they definitely kind of went after some of the new guys a little bit, but it wasn't like, we're the original guys versus you know, yeah. these are the new guys. Like, it wasn't really that. It just was more about the people versus, like, who's new and old. Um, but with the, with the ladies, it just became this weird thing. And it was like automatically since they've been there longer, they were supposed to be, you know, better at the the boxing match or whatever. Um, it just, I don't, I don't know. There's, there, I feel like there's enough other reasons that they're going after each other. Do they really need another layer? <laughs> Clearly, they're just looking for any any reason to get angry. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It just kind of snowballed from there. Um, and Anna and Victoria like talking and saying that Brittany is like straight up like a serial killer yeah like, what does what? that even mean i was disappointed I at some of the women on this date who i thought were better than than that mm. to, to to be involved in that conversation you know it's more than the usual suspects like there was it serena um uh, you know some of the other women who i thought were i just thought were nicer yeah we're kind of getting in the dirt about that that conversation and i just i didn't get it yeah I mean and then you have um Victoria saying like just talking about like the so then he then she's going in on on Catalina and just calling her the dumbest whore yeah so it was like at first I thought she was just going to focus all of her efforts on Brittany and I'm like oh no we're going after her too like it's just well you knew she was going to be mad at her because first of all she's like a Miss Universe contestant and second of all she came in with a crown you know (laughs) Well, and she's annoyed because, you know, she was in the Miss California pageant, I think it was. So I think she's, and she's like, man, I didn't like play up that I was in pageants. Yes. Okay. Victoria. Yeah. But, All right. but I, okay, clearly so. she wasn't the winner, but um, <laughs> or else she would have, would have come in with her sash, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I don't know. It was just kind of a bummer of, you know, a, a week. And then Katie... Like towards the end of the night, she basically pulls him aside. That, she tries to say to the women, like, okay, I get why you're upset, but we really should just put that aside and welcome these women to yeah. the house. And they all just laugh at her. So I think that was kind of what pushed her over the edge to go and talk to him. And I'm glad that she did. Yeah. I mean, I was glad that she said something to him, but also, like, I don't know that I see him choosing her anyway, but I just, I didn't want her to be that person out of the season because I also feel like that that the person who tells him that almost like never makes it towards the end, you know? I think this is different though. I think it's different you because so? she's not going to him to say, you should hear what this person's saying in the house. It was more of like yeah. things in the house are toxic and you need as, as the, as the person who's the lead here, yeah, you need to step in and do something because people, you know, she's tried, she's tried with them to, to make it a better atmosphere and yeah. it hasn't worked. 
and they're not going to listen to her. And I think she realizes that. So I felt like it was different because a lot of the times yeah. when you do that, it's like to point names at one person. And she didn't name anybody's, she didn't name yeah, anybody yeah. or call anybody out or try to pit him against somebody specific, but just to say, this is really toxic and people are, you know, spreading things. She said, these are, these are things that could ruin people's lives. And, you know, I, I, I heard. Taylor, I think, um, you know, she's very, uh, Taylor of Taylor and Corinne, uh, on her Instagram, she's very sex positive. I think she's going to school to be like a sex therapist, or maybe she already is a sex therapist. I'm not sure. Um, but she said, well, you know, it shouldn't be something that is life ruining to, to say about somebody. And I'm like, well, yes, it shouldn't, but that doesn't mean that it couldn't impact her family relationships or, or other relationships down the line or affect her career. Like, like to, to say these things, it could have a real world impact. And so I appreciated that Katie was saying, it's not just like petty stuff. It's stuff that could really mess with somebody's life, you know? And he should step in. Like, it has to stop. I like the way she said it too, because it was just like, it was, I feel like some people would maybe tiptoe around it a little bit, but I felt like yeah. she was almost telling him like, this is your job. Like, this is your season. Like, do something about it. Like, fix it. Yeah. And I liked it. I liked the way she said it. I just, I like her. Have I said I like her? I like her. Yeah, I know. Every time we we talk about Katie, I'm just like, isn't she great? Isn't Katie great? And I'm like, I I (laughs) keep saying it. I'm sorry. I can't help it. Like, I just feel like there hasn't, aside from tapping somebody on the shoulder with a vibrator, um, (laughs) you know, when we got past like that. There hasn't been a misstep from her, you know. I've just really liked everything that we've seen of her. Yeah, no, I was I was a fan, and that was kind of how we ended the episode, right? With this like looming, yeah. like he's gonna have to talk to them kind of thing. Um, and so we're on, you know, continuing our cycle of not getting a rose ceremony at the end of the night. Yes. Remember the bachelor bracket? Do you remember doing bachelor brackets? Like you can't even do them anymore because they just don't have a format for the show. Yeah. Well, and also like they sent out the email about doing it again this season. And I was like, well, after last season, which was like a hot mess and like turned on yeah. side, like sideways, how do you even plan for like, how do you know what's going to happen week to week? You know, I was mapping out trying to figure out, you know, how many episodes there are left this season, trying to figure out when like yeah. the finale would be and like think through like just schedule for the podcast and stuff. And I was like, I don't even know. Like, like what's going like, to, I don't even know. Like, what does a normal season look like? Is it going to be a normal it season? I don't know if I believe it's going to be. The problem with doing it this way is that it kind of, it messes with part of the fun of the show, which is. Yeah. You know, I, community I, I and. Build on that. Yeah. The community, like I used to, in my old workplace, we would do a bracket at work and every day after the show, we would come in and talk about it. Like whose bracket was, you know, it's like fantasy football, but the bachelor and you can't really do that. So it kind of takes away a fun component of the show. Like we just don't have it anymore. Yeah. It's a bummer. Bring it back. I want the rose ceremonies. The only exception is if something truly bonkers happens. Then I get it. Yeah. Which it shouldn't be happening every week. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's too much. It just, it throws off the rhythm of the show. And they've done it so much in the past few seasons. And it just, I don't, I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. I think it was really this, this episode that brought me back to thinking like, oh, this is part of what's been off for me about the show. You know, yeah. the fact that it really has been like this for a solid four seasons, however many seasons now. Because I, I remember when it was the seasons where they would actually have the rose ceremony, basically every episode, it has a yeah. nice 
flow to it. Like you have an expectation, you come in and you're like trying to figure out what's going to happen with the week ahead. And, you know, there's going to be the three dates and then there's going to be the cocktail party and the rose ceremony. And then there's going to be the previews. Like it just, it has a nice feel to it. It has yeah. enough, it has enough predictability to it. So when they throw like random, like drama, yeah, but I mean, we haven't had that in, in so long and I, yeah, I miss it. I need it. I need it. I feel like we need something that feels familiar right now with everything going on, you know? The world of Maywire, bring back rose ceremonies at the end of the episode to make us feel comfortable. Is that too much to ask? I need, I need like a, what's the, what's the security, I need a security blanket. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man, oh man. Um, All right, Bachelor news. Well, there was Matt. Uh, and his dumb <laughs> friends on Instagram, his stupid, like, all he does is golf. And I, you know, golfing, whatever. But when people are that into golf, where it seems like all they do is golf, I don't like it. Sorry, no, the golfers out I there, just but it just makes me question you. <laughs> I mean, for him to be like talking about how when he was in, you know, that he doesn't have a lot of money before he went on the show and blah, blah, blah. And then he goes around golfing. I'm just like, these two things don't mix. Like, yeah. you know, it costs a lot of money to go golfing. So, That's shit. yeah, <laughs> so, I just I, I hated all of this because I don't want any reason to feel bad for Victoria, you know. No. So, so to sum I don't. Up for anybody who missed out on what was going on, he was golfing with Tyler C and some of his other friends. And I believe this guy named Jerry. Dish. Sure, Jerry. He would be a Jerry. This is a very Jerry thing to do. It was on Matt's channel, though, right? Not Jerry's? Oh, yeah. It was on Matt's channel. Yeah. Okay. So he's golfing with his buddies, and he's about to go up to, I don't know, putt-a-putt or whatever it is that people do in golf. And um, his friend (laughs) in the background, Jerry, is trying to give some smack talk to, like, throw him off so he doesn't do well. Um, so he's back there saying like, Oh, what was, what did Victoria's body feel like? Like, I bet it wasn't great. Like, I, I know, just like trash talking her body. And instead of shutting it down or, or saying anything, you know, everybody's just kind of like laughing it off, including mm-hmm. Tyler, Tyler Cameron, the male feminist we didn't know we needed, according to his book. Fail. Here's a pro tip. Like, if you want to be the male feminist that we didn't know we need and you're hearing this kind of stuff from your, uh, like, male friends when women aren't around, shut it down. That's that's what we need. Yeah. And we don't need you putting out a book about relationships. We just need you to call out men when they think that nobody hears what they're saying. Yeah. Well, I like that Victoria commented on the video, um, which was reshared on at bachelornation.scoops. Um, and she said, cute, cute. I love my body, smiley face. She's got a great body. Like there are many things wrong with Victoria and her body is not one of them. Sometimes what she dresses her body in, sure. But her body is lovely. Yeah. Did you, but did you see what Matt's response was about it? He, it, 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 he did apologize, but it was delayed. No, he responded. He was, uh, he did an interview with The Real. And in his interview, he says he does not condone or stand for bullying of any type. And then he says, it's a constant reminder that you need to be smart about the people you surround yourself with. And these moments, uh, those moments when you're in sports and people are trying to say things to you to throw things off your game. It's sad that someone would think saying something like that about a woman that I was dating would deter me from what I was trying to do. 
nice he's talking about like the golf game but I mean I don't think that's related like he says he claims that he said something to him off camera his his friend about it something along yeah. the lines of Victoria wouldn't have given him a second look but I'm like yeah. you know what like you chose you chose this moment like he didn't have to put that clip up he chose that moment yeah. to put it up he, he knew what up. he was putting up he knew the content he knew that people would see him hearing that and and saying nothing in response and he thought that would be a good idea to share but that just makes me question him. There's that. There's all the the quarantine crew stuff from the summer. Like I just I question his judgment sometimes. And these are the people that he surrounds himself with, and that says something. Yeah. I I mean oh. I appreciate the apology. However, when people were making um, comments on on his Instagram posts right after that, uh, and not even mean ones, just one saying, "Hey, that wasn't cool. You should apologize." He was like deleting their comments and blocking them. So it's hard yeah, for me to read. I don't believe it. it. Yeah, I don't really believe it. It's disappointing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I want to like this guy. Like, even with all the quarantine stuff, I've really been trying to set it aside and just, you know, base it on what we're seeing this season. But I'm just, I'm having a hard time. <laughs> I keep on popping up with the new things. Just move on to Katie's season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. The women on the show are either really mean and really horrible or way too good for him. And there's no there's no in between. Bottom line. Bottom yeah. line. Um, we There was an article that came out in Bustle that uh, After the Final Rose is coming back. So this season okay, we will well, get an After it, the Final Rose. It's it better. I still don't <laughs> get why we didn't have one last year, but... It says, though, that due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, the special will not be live. It'll be taped in late February, a few weeks before the finale is scheduled to air. Without a studio audience. I don't know why they think we care about the studio audience. I don't know who these people are. I don't, I don't care. So supposedly, uh, the taping of the special will allow, the timing of it, will allow producers enough time to travel to Canada where the next Bachelorette yes. season is. This looks much better than the Lakeisha. And I kind of love that we're doing it in a different country. I mean, I know it's Canada, so it's not like exotic, but uh, I think it'll be fun. A fun change of pace. Yeah. So it looks like the the rumors from Steve, uh, Reality Steve, are that they think Matt's finale will air around March 15th or 16th, um, just depending on if it's going to be a one or a two night finale. Um, and they don't know if, you know, they'll be announcing The Bachelorette during the After the Final Rose special or if they will wait to reveal the lead. Um, so anyway, I'm excited to have that because, you know, we need a little touch of normal. So we'll take that back, yeah. um, even if it's modified slightly. So I'll take it. Uh, there was an article in Cosmo with Brittany Galvin, the new the new arrival Brittany, yeah. uh, who was speaking out about the rumors in a lengthy Instagram post. Um, it was, you know, she, she has a very long response that she shared, um, you know, saying, you know, another thing I want to address is 2021. Um, mm-hmm. 2021, 2021 sounds weird. Um, you know how prominent <laughs> sex workers are in this world or how many people have only fans. Why are we still yeah. judging others seriously and hate really come or no, sorry, jealousy and hate really come out when others are doing better in life. But why focus on yourself? And if you're not yeah. happy with where you are, then work on yourself. You know, again, I'm not, you know, to make it clear, I am not an escort, <laughs> you know, it's like, she says, you know, and for the people who are, don't let others tear you down. 
you know, I just, and she was like, you know, keep sharing your stories with me because they're so powerful. She must've had a lot of people reach out to her. Uh, and she says, I'm here to support you like how you have to me. I'm glad she's been getting, you know, positive support from people because she deserves it. After. The last um, slide in her, in her like Instagram post that she did, she was like, lastly, yes, it was a shitty thing to do, but let's not destroy someone's life over it. Bring others down mm-hmm. is exactly what I don't want. We are bigger and better than that. Love you all. Cause I feel like something like this happens. And then it's like, you know, Yes, we comment on the moment and we're like, that was not cool. And we will sit here and talk to the people who didn't handle it the best way. Yeah. But like, we're not like sending death threats to these people. That- people don't need to be messaging Anna, messaging Victoria. Like they're, they're going to already face the consequences of their bad behavior just by everybody seeing this and thinking that they're awful. <laughs> you know, like you don't have to yeah. compound it by acting awful yourself. No, 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 no. Um, yeah. that's what I, I did you mean, see- her post kind of hits it on the head like it, this just feels yeah. very regressive and I feel like we've kind of moved past these kinds of you know talking about other women in that way I, I mean I yeah the world the world still has a lot of progress to make but it just it just felt very dated to me their response to all yeah. of this very unnecessary um <laughs> so there was also an article in ET online um where Andy Dorfman has come forward saying that she would pick Chris Souls if she did her Bachelorette season all over again. What? Like, wait, what? What? You would pick the guy who was arrested ten times and killed a man? Like, okay, Andy, okay. You, you know she didn't want to move to Iowa. Like, come on, like, let's be real. Come on, come on. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I, I had to read. I was like, tell me, tell me more. I'm intrigued. Um, <laughs> But at the time, he was my buddy, my friend. I really liked Nick and Josh. So I was like, I need to remove. Like, Chris was like my safety blanket. He was the guy I could go on a date with. And I knew that we could have a good time. There wasn't a ton of pressure. He was a relief. I knew when the final three came down, I needed to actually get serious about the final two. So I kind of had to remove him as a safety net. But it definitely wouldn't have been Nick or anyone else, I don't think. So, like, I just, I was like, wait. Like, when I saw that her season, I was like, she just didn't really seem to connect with him, connect with him. Like, no. it felt like buddy, buddy. And I don't really buy that she would like to go back and pick him because she may like him and they may have had like a chemistry, like a friendly chemistry, but I don't see yeah. that being like no. a long-term relationship. They just didn't, they're, what they want in life is not yeah. the same. I was like, I don't, I don't think so. But it's funny because I was actually thinking of Chris Sewell's with all the stuff that went on with the, sh- the sugar baby stuff this week because it reminded me of when he went to Jade's hometown and she had been kind of like like agonizing over what to tell him about the fact that she was in Playboy. And I felt like the show mm-hmm. made it sound like, oh, this is like a dirty secret that she has to tell him, you know, and he didn't, he didn't. He, he said he was cool with it, but his face said otherwise, and then he dumped her. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just kind of brought me brought me back to to that. Um, and I was thinking, you know, they did all of this to to build it up. Like Jade had, you know, a shameful secret, and I'm like, this guy was arrested seven times before he was made the bad. You know, before <laughs> before the Bachelor. Yes. And where that was not mentioned at all. Where's his shameful secrets coming out that he like kept drinking and driving and drinking, and getting into fights, and you know, like just mess what a mess I would be I would be mortified if I had chosen someone like if I'd been yeah. on the show and the lead that was the lead that you know all these executives decided was going to be the the yeah. prize for me to try to to get a relationship with like really no ma'am I just uh, 
I mean, it's like as much as we talk about like they need to be better about screening contestants. Like, how about they get it you down with the lead, lead first, right? Come on, come on, come on. Um, so I think last bit of news that I had was that we talked a bit about Chelsea uh, earlier talking about her, you know, kind of journey that she went on with her hair and, you know, being yeah. a black woman, like how that was kind of complicated and tied up with her, her self-worth and stuff like that. And Caitlin, did you see this? I was just listening to this a few hours ago, actually. I didn't watch it all, but apparently she kind of used Chelsea's story to, um, weave into her oh I just made a hair planner I didn't mean to into her advertisement that she was doing <laughs> some kind of like yeah. hair products bad move she doesn't connect with that like as as a white woman like you just don't like to use her hair story as a black woman to try to sell products for you to monetize it just it was a bad move and She's apologized, but whatever. I just, I, I, I just think like how out of touch do you have to be to think that's okay? I mean, I, I did watch her apology and she was just like, I, I appreciated that it didn't seem like it was something that she had like super rehearsed. It just seemed like I'm just going to hop on here. Like I've realized this and it's really ridiculous and inappropriate. And you realize she messed up. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, should she have put that all together? Sure. Um, she could have just ignored it or she could have just like put up a post. So I, I, I did appreciate that, you know, she didn't just post something saying like, this was a miss. Sorry. Like she spent like 10 frames or something talking about it. And then I don't know if you saw the final frame that she shared where someone had responded back to her saying like, you should donate the money you receive from the company to like a charity that that's, she you know, appropriate. Should, yeah. And so she said she's going to. So I thought that was a good move. Well, hopefully she learned something from that because she learned something from it, but she just needs to be more thoughtful because that shouldn't have happened in the first place. I appreciate that she's uh, donating, but yeah, do better, everyone. Do better, Matt. Do better, Caitlin. Just everybody get it together. Huh. Any other news? I think I that's everything. I think that's the big stuff. I, I, we, I don't think we've talked about the fact and I, I still haven't. I haven't like paid for it, but I'm very intrigued by the um the podcast that Becca um Martinez is doing with her boyfriend Grayston to rewatch her season um with Ari and do a separate podcast talking about the episodes with him. <laughs> it seems yeah, like I'm it's good. Really <laughs> I'm not gonna part with my money for that, <laughs> but God bless it. I don't think so either, but they're so funny. Like watching the two because we were talking about I think that I sent you that clip of him where he's like you don't look at me with those sultry eyes or something. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. Um, I have been banned and bamboozled when it comes to these coronavirus relief checks. I have been getting like nada. So I will not be spending my money that I don't have right now on that. <laughs> yeah, no, we have not gotten any COVID relief checks yeah. over here. So. Well, they're basing it um, off of my income last yeah. year when there wasn't a pandemic. And I had a lot more work. So that's been fun. Yeah, it's based on your income for 2019 because they don't know what we're making. But the whole point of this is that everybody's income is messed up because of the pandemic. So you're getting stuff back in uh, tax credits and stuff like oh, that. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, it makes sense that I don't pay my mortgage with tax credits. So it doesn't really help me right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, I hate everything. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.
Bye. Bye. Connect with us on Twitter at AcceptThisPod, where we live tweet episodes and share updates on Bachelor news. Also, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Google Play. If you love us, take a minute and leave us a lovely five-star review. Nothing makes our day more. We'll talk to you soon.